Welcome to Silly History, I'm Matt Pekarski. I love funny stories, especially when they come from real life. I've compiled a long list of true tales that made me laugh, and now I want to share them with you. There's a lot of crazy stuff historical figures did or said, and yet we've never heard about them. History class would have been a lot more interesting with some of these sprinkled in here and there. Not that I ever disliked learning history. Hopefully there's at least a couple of yarns you haven't heard before. Let's hear one now. The doctor looked at Adi in pure shock. Ernest had only met the guy once before, but still, this was not the same man. Adi stood where he was, hunched over, his hands violently trembling, and looking at the people around him with the eyes of a dead man. Adi was only 56, and yet, he looked far, far older than he was. Death was approaching fast, ready to whisk the man away to his eternal reward. How could a man who, not that long ago, appeared to be in peak physical shape and mental acuity? It was probably easy for Ernest to point fingers. Adi's primary doctor was a fraud, a charlatan, bought and paid for by the big pharmaceutical companies. He had served as a ship's doctor and army physician during World War I before launching a private practice for the general public. His list of patients included upper-class citizens with their various hypochondriatic ailments, and although he made many attendees at one hoity-toity Christmas party gag from his repugnant behavior, unhealthy obesity, and poor hygiene, Adi struck up a conversation that made him like the quack. Warts and all. Theo promised to cure one of Adi's most enduring and severe medical conditions. Adi had struggled with digestive issues his entire life, everything from diarrhea, constipation, and crippling stomach cramps, to the worst and most embarrassing symptom of all uncontrollable flatulence. Adi was smitten with a good doctor. Finally, he could see the light at the end of the tunnel. No more escapes from his various work meetings to let a rip for the umpteenth time in a single hour. No more squeezing his pale cheeks as hard as he could to hold back the noxious gases from releasing onto a group of innocent and unsuspecting individuals. Adi had already cut out all meat and dairy from his diet while eating just fruits, vegetables, and whole grains helped with sweetening the putrid smell of his toots, they didn't help with decreasing their frequency. In fact, the increase in fiber only increased the number of times he broke wind every day. The poor man looked to Dr. Theo for the help he promised. Theo immediately prescribed him a daily dose of Mutaflor, a precursor to modern probiotics that he claimed would replace the bad bacteria in his gut with good bacteria and made from the excrement of people with healthy intestines. Theo, of course, owned stock in the company that manufactured the pills, and he prescribed them to all of his patients, whether or not they had GI issues. The doctor also instructed Adi to take two additional gas pills with every meal. From Adi's perspective, not a single doctor preceding Theo had ever diagnosed Adi so clearly and precisely. His method of cure was so logical in Adi's mind that Adi, put his complete trust in the man, and followed his prescription to the letter. At first, the medical recommendations seemed to do the trick, but the cures didn't last long, and every time the newest medication caused a new ailment, Theo prescribed another med to counteract it, including some of his own homemade concoctions. By the time Dr. Ernest was staring at the walking zombie version of Adi, the sick man was popping 150 pills a week to treat his ailments. In some way, shape, or form, he was consistently taking cocaine, adrenaline, oxycodone, 
and extract of bovine testosterone, among other things, and still wildly farting everywhere he went. Nothing seemed to help, and Adi was obviously getting sicker by the day. Dr. Theo even began administering every morning an injection, which he swore only contained vitamins and glucose. It was actually a cocktail that included methamphetamine. Talk about a morning rush. The moment finally came when Adi knew his time had come. After everything he had done to subdue his methane manufacturing malady, along with his other infirmities, none of Dr. Theodore Morell's unconventional treatments cured him. One week before his passing, Adi dismissed Morell as his primary care physician, but he continued to faithfully take his prescriptions until the very end. Dr. Ernest, or Ernst Gunther Schenk, bore witness to Adi's poor health on the night he attended Adi's wedding to his mistress, Eva. One day later, both Adi and Eva were dead. Dr. Theo had provided Eva with a pill filled with the deadly poison cyanide prior to leaving his favorite patient's side. Adi took his own life using a pistol. No, it wasn't the uncontrollable flatulence that directly killed Adi, the nickname lovingly given to him by Eva, but it sure was the beginning of the end for him. Thanks to Dr. Morell's promise to help him conquer his farts, Adolf Hitler's laundry list of meds ultimately made him incredibly sick, clouded his judgment to the point of making a slew of poor military decisions, and conquer nothing. Thanks for listening. If you liked this episode, please subscribe, give it a 5-star rating, and share with not one but two of your friends. If I haven't told your favorite silly story from history, send me an email at nightowlbroadcasting at gmail.com. Subject, Silly History Story. This show is a Night Owl production.